Mr. Car Talk Tuesday show here on 98.9 Northwest FM. First time back in the studio in a good, geez, close to six months now, I think, in on, on online with Edward, David, and Mr. Tyronius Monk, as, uh, as uh, Edward just called him earlier. How are you guys? Welcome to the show. Hello, Maddie. Thanks for having us. That's great. Great to be here. It's good How to be squeaked it? back in the studio. It's <laughs> virtually. Virtually. <laughs> Um, uh, how you guys been anyway how's this week been uh, restrictions are somewhat easing again so it's it's pretty good in that instance everyone driving a car in melbourne seems to have heard that so that's, yep. that's uh <laughs> traffic's back to where it was the cars are back birds are chirping it's nice i'm i'm enjoying it no, that's good it's definitely a good thing it's good to be back good to have everything uh back to kind of getting back to normal uh, we're just dropping our phones. This is a, this is a great start to. Oh, to... No, gonna, this is live now, Tyrone. You can't stuff around in the background. <laughs> Tonight's show, we'll be discussing. No, we'll be discussing cheap track day cars. Like we'll, we'll get into the to the quiz, which Edward will be the the master of today. Ooh, yes. Okay. Good so, to know. What is Ed doing the quiz? Or... Yeah, he's doing the quiz. No, I'm I'm doing the talking of the quiz. You know. Oh, no. <laughs> I wrote the questions, put it that way. I did the yeah, questions. Yeah, it's got to be all of your, your cars, I bet you. No, Tyrone, <laughs> I was very conscious to put in a couple of other tidbits for you. Oh, really? It'd be how many how many wheel drive is your Ford Ranger, Tyrone? Two. Could be four. Could be four. <laughs> uh, but it is That's good to be like it. It is good to be back live in the studio. It's been a very long time since we've been since we've been here. So uh, thanks to to everyone here. It's been doing a good job holding it down while we've been away. But again, we will be live on the on the podcast as well. Now, uh, car updates. We'll go around the uh, around the screens instead of around the room around the screens. Uh, let's start with Edward. Car updates. Um, I've had a few things arrive from eBay for the 190 diesel. My neighbor, my enthusiastic neighbor from a few streets down is right into his old Volvos, but he's also a little bit of a, um, a doyen of air conditioning repair. And he's, he's regassed his own Volvo and changed the connectors and all that sort of thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll fix your aircon. No worries, Ed. I'm, I'm thinking, mm, okay. Um, I mean, it doesn't work now, so I can't really get any worse. So, um. I'm trusting him to, yeah, put the new receiver dryer in for the 190 diesel, put the new switch things in and do the gas thing. And he's got the machine that does the gas in and out. And I'm like, all right, if you reckon you can make it work, well, what the heck? Do you have cool neighbours, Ed? Well, yeah. You reckon you'd have an aircon guy next door? Well, yeah, a couple of streets down, within walking distance, you'd say. Brilliant. So, so that's the 190 diesel. Um, yeah, I think everyone's his neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you line the cars up, it actually gets you a couple of suburbs away. So. <laughs> like neighbours. What else am I doing? Oh, I had the Figaro. I had the windows retinted. I think we've talked about that. Put yep. my new number plates on. Uh, not much else. I do. Oh, I've got it. Well, this weekend is is um the grand resurrection. You know, like. All my cars need to be started and driven and batteries replaced. And so I'll be, I've got to resurrect the MX-5 later in the week, the 230E on Saturday, drive them all on Saturday. And that's well, in the calendar. So it's an all-day event, Tyrone. Wow. All on Saturday. Pretty much all of them are going to get driven on Saturday. Jesus. Well, as many as you can get to, I suppose. As many as I can get to run. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and someone someone asked me, have you got jumper leads yet? I'm like, I have jumper leads at two locations, but not those shitty little ones from that you keep <laughs> under your spare tire. The big, chunky, fat, go go mm, yourself jumper leads. I've got one <laughs> set at my house and I've got one set where all the cars are. And i got to say, as a car top, top tip, I recommend those things. They cost like 100 bucks, but they are magnificent because they're such, such thick wires that they transfer a lot more kick than those pissy little things that get too hot yeah. and don't really work. So, yeah, true. And the, you know those pissy little ones? The clamps are never big enough. You, you, you go to open the jaws and you can't get it over the battery terminal. They're just useless. Yeah. So I, I recommend a decent set of these big fat things. They've got the block in the line to, to stop the current. Yeah, they've got that yep. extra line thing. And, okay. Yep, I love them. They're quite heavy. You pick them up with one arm, you could build muscle if you did that repeatedly. They're, they're pretty chunky. <laughs> lucky you've got two. Yeah, yeah, lucky you've got two, so I'm not uneven in the muscles. You know? <laughs> surge protector, definitely. Yeah, surge protector. So you would sell those, Matt, at super cheap. I do, yep. Yeah, I've yeah. got some big, uh, big, big cables. <laughs> uh, so yeah they they actually start the car like that which is pretty good and you know the other thing about them they're long so mm. you don't have to have the car within 10 centimeters of each other they they actually have extra length in them yes so you can go from one-sided battery to a boot battery to you know they actually reach so just a product that works i find oh my um, dad who, uh, he used to do the dodgy and, <laughs> and uh, he'd have a spare battery there because he, he used to drive he used to drive limousines and um, the limousine would always be flat uh, during the week because I had the crappiest battery but the the owner of the limousine was too cheap to to replace the battery so my dad would take the battery out of one of his cars just touch it on the terminals and they get the car started and drive. <laughs> Touching on the terminals, yeah. Uh, or like, or like, dude, you're gonna blow, you're gonna blow us up. He's like, oh, I've done it before. I'm like, all oh, right, sure. So, <laughs> so I think that's it for my my car updates. Resurrection and aircon this week, Mr. Prince. Oh, um, I've had a busy busy week getting back into work. I haven't had much playtime, sadly. Um, I did sneak down. Uh, we we had our club had its first. Um, get together uh, on Saturday, socially distanced, obviously. Um, but we're, we're lucky enough, one of our committee members has got some land down in the Dingley area and we've got a 40 foot container. I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, of spare parts down there. And, and um, the first Saturday of every month, it's usually open for club members. So I got to take the new car down there for a little bit of a bit of a drive, but uh, obviously, uh, and show it off to people who hadn't seen it. They'd seen pictures of it, but obviously no one had sort of been been up that close to it. So that was good. Um, what were the comments, David, about the car? What did, all, was there, was there a common theme? <laughs> um, yeah, the the theme was it was much bigger than they imagined it would be. Yeah, um, because of the height. Yep. Um, I think it's really quite narrow. It looks like a matchbox on its side, but <laughs> uh, so it's high. And, and yeah, I mean, anyone who sits in it just goes, wow, where does, you know, where does all this room come from? It's just like the TARDIS inside. But that was good. We had a good turnout we, of, of people um, and we had some interesting, we had five Type R Hondas there of different persuasions, Integras and old Civic Type R's and new Civic Type R's and, um, yeah, some, some new additions to the club. I think I think there's been some shopping going on in um, in lockdown, I think, a bit of time in front of the computer with Facebook Marketplace is a dangerous very, thing sometimes. Very dangerous. Everyone's bought, I don't know anyone in the car world that hasn't bought anything. Mm. 
I mean, I've bought cars during lockdown and wheels from Matt with a Tarago. Matt's bought a car. Yeah. Uh, maybe Tyrone didn't buy a car. No. No. I wasn't in lockdown. I wasn't in lockdown. Oh, That's... yeah, you were still working normal. Yeah. It's yeah. an essential service. Essential. So, uh, and I was at Centre Road today, Maddie, and that, that red laser's still there calling Ooh. you on it. Has the price been reduced? No, but I know people there now. I could probably get a good good deal for you. Talk to us. Let's make a decision. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely worth saving that, that little car. I think so. It's pretty clean. Pretty clean. Warehouse. One word. Warehouse. Warehouse. I think we all need what to go. Need. I think we all need to go in our warehouse and just be like, you know what? Let's we need a car talk attached lotto ticket. That's what we yeah. need. Oh, I bought one. That's tonight. It's 20 million. I bought one. Oh, sweet. Okay. I was feeling lucky the other day. And so I decided to, uh, and I was walking past in a good mood, feeling lucky. And I, I saw the sign outside the news agent, which is always dangerous, you know, Powerball, 20 million or whatever it was, Oz Lotto or something. And I was like, oh, screw it. I never buy these. Okay. I'm going in. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> You got to be in it to win it, Edward. So exactly. Yeah, that's right. exactly. So you took it there. Got a bit of love being the only one in the country. A bit of love, nice, thankfully. Um, and yeah, I uh, then we well, a few of us went out for coffee afterwards, and I'm sitting there with my coffee, and I get a text, uh, and it's a photo of my car. <laughs> so, and so, and, and one of the, of my uh, my niece, who I haven't seen for a few months. Didn't know I, I hadn't told her that I bought it. She's actually right into her cars, much more than her husband, my nephew. Uh, and she said, "I just saw this cool little Honda." She said, "And I had to take a photo for you." Then I saw the number plate and figured, <laughs> "All right, okay, I know who this is." So, uh, yeah, so I got to catch up with her too. That was fun. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. What about you, Maddie? What updates have you got? Well, I mean, I touched on it on the. Uh on the Sunday show. I didn't really go into much detail, but yeah, just bought the AW11, got it for a decent enough, I think, price oh. to, make it, to make the viable. Missed this bit. Missed this bit. Okay. Yeah. So uh, pick, pick it up uh, this Saturday morning. Which will be Brilliant. Okay. Uh, so very excited. I've got to take a trade plate with me. Uh, to steal one of Mom's work and um, okay. Go pick okay, it up. What's the first thing you're going to do, or where are you going to take it first? Uh, Mr. Prince, I will be bringing you a steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you could, I was going to say you should come by my house on the way back. Uh, if, if you'd want, if, you, if you've got time. But then he won't be able to steer his way home. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, well, no that, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be good. So yeah. that way. Seriously, if you come to David's house, how, how are you going to drive I, it home? Well, he probably won't give me the steering wheel there and then, I wouldn't think. I'd have to I'd have to do what that guy did in that VN Commodore with a set of vice yeah, grips. Vice grips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, interestingly, I've got a few spare steering wheels here. Probably one will bolt straight on. You never one know. might fit. Yeah, one might fit. We should try. We should try. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to uh, buy a steam cleaner and do the interior and just make it all nice and schmick. And and I, I was as I was saying to Edward the other day, um, there is a there's a there's a Few good uh, wreckers in the UK that specialise in, in Mark One, Mark Two is AW11s. So uh, and they've got tons of them, and they've got things for like things that are cheap. So obviously the car got broken into and they damaged the the cowling. So fifteen pound he said for that, and a few other bits and pieces, and get an original shift knob. Fifteen pounds. Fifteen pounds. So um, sorry. Pounds all day at your end. <laughs> 
Um, can we, can so, we just track one sec? Because I yeah. missed the Sunday. Is this the, this, the car in Knox? Was... Correct. In Knox, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The one that last week was, yeah, no, we passed on that one. Yeah, well, I passed on it because he wouldn't budge on price. And now he oh. kind of realised and he's like, he came down. And then, and then again, price makes everything a bit more, uh, how would you say? Um, a Come, yeah. And, and it's, it's like you can, you know, I can justify doing the things to it to bring it up to scratch. Yeah, nice. Uh, nice. I got it for so. Excellent. I, Excellent. I think Best scenario. Again, like the the body's straight, and that's a, and that's the main thing. And you yep. know, I mean, it's got those two little rust spots on the corner on where they normally go, but um, the rest of the body's really good. So that's that's kind of brilliant. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, pick pick it up. Uh, pick it up. Well, he said either Saturday morning or Sunday morning. So depending on his old man. Um. So, but it, sh it should be Saturday. But if not, it'd be Sunday. It doesn't really matter. Cool. Um, and yeah, pick it up. And um, so basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to you know, give it a nice clean first, take it to my mechanics. On you know what your mechanic's going to say? Yeah, he's going to be just going to shake his head. And away. <laughs> another, um, another job <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, he won't shake his head as much as with the LTD, I don't think. No, well, <laughs> that one he told me to take it to the to the record straight away. He's like, he's like don't even bring this. Oh, shit. harsh. So, 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 so that was a bit harsh, but but there's a good car come out of that. So. It was good. Wasn't it, it? <laughs> it was <laughs> until until yesterday. That is, uh, I, well, I didn't even notice that Tyrone came past to pick up his car updates thing, which we'll get to in a sec. Which is a massive car, like, probably the biggest one of the, yeah. of the night. And, <laughs> and um, basically, he's like, he's like, look at the LTD, and the, the front tire is like like squared. I'm like, what the hell? What did when did this happen? So the valve actually split on the uh, on you know because we, we took the wheel off there's no nail in it there's no nothing in it so the valve is actually kind of uh, oh, let, go. let go so that I took that to obviously my mechanic because he's got the, he's got the equipment there and he's just going to pop a new valve in it for me and more money on the LTD <laughs> every week there's just something else and something Edward, else. Listen, listen to what I'm going to say to you, Edward. It's a valve from a tire, okay? He's not going to charge me a million dollars to change it. never stops with that car. It's just bit by bit. It's racking up five grand, six grand. It's, we're not even at two grand. What are you talking about? It's the quits on that car and focus on the MR2 purebred thoroughbred. That's what it's time for. Oh, no, Def definitely. <laughs> My mom just sent me a picture now. I got a second, wait. Uh, I'll, I'll, show you, I'll show you guys. Oh, oh. That's, that tire. <clears throat> that's the spare tire. That's the spare, spare, spare tire. stuff as well. <laughs> oh, God. More money. More money. Even as we're doing the show, the thing's costing you dollars. So, um, yeah. So, Edward, I can't, I, how am I meant to, how am I meant to sell a car with a flat tire? Come on, man. Doesn't matter. Well, the problem is you've never advertised it. So I want you to promise live on air that you will fix the tyres, you will clean it, you will advertise it, and you'll piss that thing off and start putting money into the MR2 that's worth it. He's not selling it, I'll tell you that. I'm selling it. I'm selling, selling it. it. I'm selling it. He sold it and bought it back. So, yeah, that's, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he sold it and bought it, it back. Well, no, I didn't buy it back, I refused to pay for it. Yeah. Um, so he got, he got it was that bad that he got given it back to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so now yeah. what about Tyrone? Tyrone. I've got one car up there. And Actually, it's I've big. Got, yeah, it's huge. I bought number plate covers for the first time. <laughs> 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 Actually bought it for my car and my truck. So number plate a... covers. Now are you talking covers or the surround? No, the covers, the actual covers that go on the 
they cover the whole number plate. The clear, it's fully uh, protected. Okay. Okay. Now, what spurred uh, this on? Where did this come from? Uh, I don't know. We shouldn't be able to say we, we're not allowed to say this on air. So let's just let's just keep let's just keep that to. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So you want to be able to go through the CityLink tunnel and not get <laughs> <laughs> that kind of number plate cover. No. Right. No. I didn't. Know, hang on. Now, did you get these from Maddie at Super Cheap, or are these from another ADR, source? Uh, they're normal. They're ADR, normal. ADR yeah. approved. Yeah, ADR approved number plate from Super Cheap. So okay. very important that they have anything written on them. You know what's good about the LTD though? This is this is okay. Give back to the <laughs> now change. That car is on my is on my linked account, and the covers and stuff on it. You should have said this. They might catch you. Actually, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say. It. Um, but basically, <laughs> so yeah, it's put it this way. It's good on tolls, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. So um, it doesn't know that you've been through a toll. Is that the idea? Oh, yeah. Which is. I mean, I, it's on my account. I drove through and it doesn't pick it up. And I'm like, well, and it's I can, it's on my phone, so it's not on me. We got a text right. from, from Sharon, my mother. She's like, the LTD is not going anywhere. Oh, poor Sharon. <laughs> she wishes it would go somewhere. <laughs> Sharon's been looking at that elephant out the front for months and months and months. <laughs> the old LTD. Uh, um, so yeah, so massive updates with Tyrone, obviously with the with the with the license plate covers. I mean that, that, that overshadows my MR2 purchase. That overshadows Dave's um, you know, getting pictures from his his niece. Um, <laughs> overshadows not really. <laughs> but your truck's going okay now, isn't it, Tyrone? Yeah, it's going all right now. So the Scania. Yeah, mate. It's a the Swedish Scania, nice. Yeah, it had um, it had a what was it, clutch gearbox something a while back. It had it's, a, it's, it's basically brand new now. It had a uh, engine rebuild top end. Mm. Okay, that's pretty big. And, the new and is it running nicely? You know, it's not burning oil or anything. It's running. No, sweet. it's perfect now. Yeah, it's perfect. It's actually running. Wow. Uh, it's actually quicker now. And yeah, and oh, actually, the recent, the most recent thing that I did do was the turbo on it. Yeah, big snail. Yeah, the turbo. Yeah, that'd be a massive snail. You'd be able to crawl inside and sleep in that snail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the turbo. One day I was driving down on the Monash, and believe it or not, I I heard a loud bang, and I looked at the side, and I saw like a puff of smoke come out. I'm like, oh yeah. Kept mm. driving down, kept driving down because I was loaded. Obviously, so I had to go t- tip it off, and um, I just I didn't lose power or anything, but then. When I got off the freeway, just black clouds of smoke was just coming out of the oh, out of the underneath, you know. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, well that's no good. And then it, it started to go into limp mode, so it just saved the engine and goes into limp mode. And uh, I sort of hobbled my way 40 k's down the road, got there, tipped off, and then sort of got to the the uh, the mechanic Scania Denon on there, and he had a look, and he goes, "It was an eight dollar clamp." A hose clamp that blew off. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. Stopped your turbo. So that eight dollar hose clamp cost me two hundred bucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hang on, is that all? Is that only two hundred for the turbo fix? No, that two hundred was just for the hose clamp. Oh wow, okay. Oh. And then, um, and then, uh, what happened the other day? So, uh, then the next day, I think something else happened. It was a th- it was a three day scenario. Over three days, oh. it, it happened each day. And uh, oh yeah, that's right. The 
I was driving down and then I heard like a loud screeching sound. I'm like, what the hell is that sound? It was like really loud. And the faster I went, the louder it got. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, okay, what the hell's going on here? Did the same thing, dumped it off. This time, like it was still obviously, it was still all right. Just that loud sound was coming out of it. Took it to the to the mechanic. He had a look. One of the rubber hoses that sit on the the EGR part of the EGR cooler part had had yeah. a split in it. And it was literally, it was just like air just shooting out of there and just making a screeching sound because obviously through the rubber, it was a tight, yeah. tight, tight Like slice. a balloon when you pull it. Yeah, exactly. It was a tight <laughs> slice. And um, yeah, it was guys for that. And then got that fixed. The next day again, I was on the job again, the same job. I think that job just unlucky for me. I was on the same <laughs> job, driving down. And then I don't know what happened. Something happened and it was a loud bang again. And then... I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on now? Did the same thing. Took it there. They go, the turbo's on its way. It was, it was nearly, nearly out of its, uh, nearly done. So they go, it's probably better just to change the turbo. And there was another part that sits on the turbo as well. You got to change that as well because there's no point of putting the old one back because when that shits itself, it's just going to go through the turbo back into your engine and just yeah, stuff everything up. This so. is the LTD of trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. You gotta you gotta take it into to consideration. This thing's working now. It's working basically. Hours. You can say you can say twenty four hours of the day. Wow! Yeah. It literally at one point the end the, the key at one point the key wasn't turned off for about four days. Wow! So who's driving it when you're not driving it? Oh, drives itself. Yeah, it drives itself. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm just the I've got, I've got a driver that drives it as well. Yeah. Okay. Like, but so, it's yeah. probably done what four or five hundred thousand k's it's uh at the moment it's at 630. well yeah. that's so, pretty impressive i mean no wonder that there's there's got to be some sort of mechanical failures yeah. you know given that and, sort of mind yeah, the, the, the turbo the turbo was the actual original turbo from 2011. the goal was actually surprised oh. it lasted that long wow because normally they go around about three four hundred thousand but yeah it went up to about six hundred thousand Imagine if you could say to Volkswagen owners, gee, will your turbo last, you know, 300, 400,000 Ks? I don't think that's Never. going to happen. Never. I, don't I thought of you today, David, because I, right <laughs> I was right near your house going up that big hill and there was a caddy with its bonnet up and the hazards on on the left oh. side getting loaded onto a flatbed. And I thought that it, had they got to the top of the hill, they could have just snuck down the other side and snuck into, what is it, Volks Power? Or... Yeah, 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 Volks Power. Yeah. Yeah. They could have rolled to Volks Power if they'd got to the top of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, they didn't make it. Didn't uh, bad luck. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much truck updates with uh, with, <laughs> with, with, with time. Um, we actually are just about to be joined by Scotty Doe. He's, he's, on, he's, on, he's on his way. So tonight's topic is cheap track day cars. Now, we all know the answer is always MX-5, and that will always be the answer. Not that it. cheap anymore. But they're not. You're right. They are not that cheap anymore. They are mm. going value. But I still think an NB MX-5 is pretty good value these days because NAs, especially for a clean one, forget about it. Like yeah. um, You can pretty much shut the gates soon if you want a cheapish track day car. But, David, what have you got? Let's start with you. Uh, what have you got on your list do we think it's a cheap track day motor? Well, first, I had MX-5, obviously, but given the same qualification that the uh, the NAs are just going a bit crazy now, so the NB would probably be the pick. Um, I, I, 
I'm old enough to go back to the one race series, you know, which was always the entrance for a lot of people into motorsport. Back in, you know, back in the 70s, they had a Renault 12 race series. Uh, imagine the body roll in that. That, that would have been really <laughs> fun to watch. Good luck finding yeah. the Renault 12 these days at all. Yeah. Um, then they had Geminis, of course, Gemini Coupes. They had a uh, um, one-make series. Um, Laser SR2s. They did. They did. There was a one-make series. Um, and things like the HQ has always been the um, the HQ series. I mean, that went on for some years. Do they still have an yeah, they HQ? Still do it. Yeah, I think I they think still do it. Yeah. Or yeah, I think they do. I think they do. And I reckon someone in a stroke of genius came up with a Hyundai Excel series. Yeah, you know, I mean, the the mods that um, that that single handedly you know treble the value of most three door Excels. <laughs> um, that uh, people buy them to have a spare shell, you know, like to <laughs> pick them up. Um, just on the MX Five topic, I watched oh, something. Shut up, Tyrone. <laughs> I watched something a few months back that was a guy in the UK who got an NB and he just did a few tweaks to it like we're under the supervision of a racing car team and it was basically like cold air intake um sticky tires roll bar oh what else was it maybe a slight tune something like that but it wasn't much and he had a budget i think it might have been thousand pounds two thousand pounds three thousand pounds something like that but they just took this pretty stock car that that ended up still being pretty stock and just went tweak 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 and it was damn quick and great fun and um i just think even if MX-5s are calling up, like, you know, your, like your laser mat or the 323, that shape, could you not get uh, one of those? No, that's not even the SR2. Do some similar things to it. Strip the seats out, lighten it up a bit, um, you know, tune it, roll cage it, sticky rubber it, maybe put an LSD in it, something. And and suddenly you've got a pretty, like a $1,000 car that can be a bit of fun. Mm. 100%. Uh, that is what a lot of people do, actually. They, they they just strip them, put a put a race seat in them, and they you know you've got really you put you put good suspension in them and yeah. some, some semi slick. Yeah, that's or, the other thing they did. They did um yeah shocks and springs or something like that. I mean, like you don't even need power. Like it's it's when you got that much grip, yeah, you know, and like they're, they're they're quite a good chassis, especially on those that, that uh, BJ series slash KQ KN series. Uh, you've got you've yeah. got heaps of like they've got heaps of mechanical grip, especially with with good set of tires. You are having a field day, and you know, for not much money, you, you can really bully some bully a lot of expensive cars in the corners. Now, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll say this before: like the guy that does my suspension, as we are joined by Scotty. How you doing, Scotty? Hey, good. Thank hey. you. Hello, Scott. Hello, Scotty. Okay, good. Um, the guy that does my suspension, he he, he goes he does track days all the time, and he's like, he's driving you know thousand horsepower GTR Skylines, and he's like in the corners. These bloody uh, excels are passing me. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. they're, they're just like he's like you can't shake them. They're, they're that good in the corners because they've just got yeah. no weight or the grip yeah. in the world. And he's like, he's like, I guarantee that guy's having more fun in his three thousand dollar altogether car than I am in a you know hundred thousand dollar build. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Absolutely. So that's yeah, says a lot. And, and also the Japanese cars like like those three two threes and slash lasers were they were underdone from the factory. The, you know they were. They were all tuned for economy and they were the mm. tires were, you know, economical choices and you know, the manufacturers have to, you know, draw the line somewhere. So if inherently it's it's a good little motor and a good chassis, it doesn't take much to, to bring out the best in them. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Scotty, just so as you're joining, we're still talking from last week's topic where we didn't get to, we didn't get a chance to get to there, was the uh, 
uh, cheap track day cars. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we're, we're talking about those, and we've, and we've covered obviously the, the usual MX5. But I think now, especially with with cars that are that are getting quite cheap, I, I, I was looking, I was looking before, and I, I found like Fiesta XR4s with the with the Focus engine, like the two liter Focus. I... Engine. They are they are quite a quite a good little car. Now my suspension guy, he he, he raced one of those, and he, he's like, I I thrashed the absolute crap out of that thing for probably three four years on a track. Like he's like he's like that car saw a track every weekend pretty much. Um, and he's like, he's like, though you can pick them up for like a few grand now, so they are, you know, good value for money. How do you think a Magna all-wheel drive would go? Ooh, interesting. Not that it's heavy; they only came automatic. Ah. So, so I think the auto would let that car down on a on a race. Are you sure they only came in an automatic? Ninety-nine percent sure they came in automatic. Yep. I know you could get a Magna in a manual in those in that shape, whether what was a TJ or TK or something. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about the all drive in a manual. I'm not 100 percent on that. Uh, what else you got on your list, David? Um, oh well, waving the flag a bit. ED and EK Civics. Mm-hmm. A lot of aftermarket go faster bits for them. Quite uh, quite reasonably priced. Yeah. Um, lots of VTEC engines. Uh, uh, yeah, if you can uh, find one, well, you, you can find one if you can, if if you want to go that way. But even out of the box, you know, there's 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 stuff you can do. Um, a couple of the later ones you could get in an EK, you could get a VTIR um, Civic, which, um, and there's a few of those popping up at the moment, and they're they're either really really clean and nice or they're completely munted so you'd grab a munted one and you'd just go from there i reckon yeah because um, they're a, they're a, a screamer in engine with the vtec so they uh, that'd be nice twin cam they're they're a, they're a b16 aren't they uh, on those they are yes yes yeah, yeah. They, they, um, go, they go very well if, if you can find uh, the main people that buy the VTEC engines actually are mini owners and put them put the uh, thanks to Mighty Car Mods they put VTEC oh, in, yeah. in their minis and and they 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 go nuts they they just uh, I can remember um, driving a Honda City around Sandown and I spent the whole time checking the mirrors because I was out with these nutbags in minis with VTEC engines and they were just crazy I just had to just keep one eye in on the revision mirror the whole time to get out of their way because they weren't stopping or letting anybody, you know, <laughs> giving anybody any space or anything. They just uh, took the line. Thanks very much. And did you, spread. when you drove Sandown, David, did you go pretty hard? Like, did you thrash the city? Uh, to, to the extent a standard city could be thrashed. <laughs> had, had Renault 12-esque body roll, though, one of those, when you actually get up and, and, and swinging with them. You're, uh, not a, you're not a... You know, a racy driver at all? No, I've had, I've had a go on the track. You know, we always say whenever I give your cars a bit of a thrash, always like you know, comment that I've driven it quite hard. Well, yeah, the thing the thing is, I I enjoy driving them hard, but I, I like I like doing it on a track. I, I the thing that that always struck me when I had cams licenses licenses and stuff was that the tracks are controlled environment compared to the the road and and. Everyone's going in the same direction, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, you come off the track, you're, you know, most of the time you'd be unfortunate to hit something. There's lots of grass to run onto. You don't have to worry about park cars and lampposts and trees and stuff like that. But I think the overall thing was that you had to drive the car home at the end of the day if you didn't trailer it there. So mm. that, that always reeled you in a little bit. But 
yeah, I, um, um, yeah, I suppose I, th I thought my racy days were over. I think I said last time we were talking about um, cars we'd own uh, until I drove the new Type R Civic and thought, oh yeah, I could I could get you to these again. <laughs> but um, but you know, it, and we've said it before. I think driving a um, a lesser powered car really hard can be as much fun as driving a you know a powerful car not as not as hard as 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 it needs to be driven definitely and uh yeah you get the get the full effect i think in a in a lesser powered car because you really bring it out to actually make it do its thing yeah i'm doing that at the moment with with my rental the uh the little <laughs> 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 I can't believe you even need. Why do you even need a rental? Like you've got fifteen cars lined up down the street, and you've got a rental. That was my point. I actually said that to the to the panel. I'm like, look, I don't need one. He's, he's like, look, take it. Uh, why wouldn't you take it? Why use your own car? Would you use somebody else's car? This is true. This is true. So yeah. come on, there's always a cost for it. Come usually, on, right? You're paying for it somewhere. I'm not paying for nothing. Yeah, no you know, some, now now they they normally give you a free car rental. What's the uh, excess on it? Someone will back into it. Something will happen. You got to pay a thousand buck excess. And it go. Nah, it's not his fault. Not his issue. It's not my car. As long as he doesn't smash it. Really, yeah, exactly right. About Maddie, just I just thought of it that you know my mate uh, that's got the um the aircon friend of mine. He's got that Volvo C30 Turbo. They're well under ten grand, and that's a damn quick car. Um, yeah. you know, for like six grand, seven grand, five grand, whatever they are, but yeah. and quite easily modifiable too. And get good power to those five cylinders. Those five cylinders are quite strong. Yeah, a five cylinder, two and a half liter turbo. Um, so that or the Focus equivalent of it would be a, a cracking little track. Yeah, mm. you can get some early XR5 turbos for under 10 grand now. Yeah. yeah. The biggest yeah. I ever saw in XR5 was about six grand, and that had like 300,000 Ks on it. But they said it's still, 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 and that'll be a perfect for a track car because, like, you just take it onto the track, thrash the crap out of it. If it yeah. breaks, you know, you've spent six and a half grand, you can get another motor for it. Yeah. Because I know Scotty likes those. Yeah, I do like the five cylinders. Me too, Scotty. I've got a two and a half litre five cylinder. In fact, I've got two of them. <laughs> you are <laughs> cylinders yeah. five litres. Yeah. But they, they, run the, they run the fuel of Satan though, uh, Edward. So they're... <laughs> Satan is LPG, not diesel. Um, what part. else do you guys think with your, with your, uh, with your list? What about the Corollas? Corollas, yeah, I reckon, I reckon a cheap Corolla. Um, yeah. Surprisingly, Cor yeah, a Corolla Sportivo, definitely. They're always going to run the track. Corolla Sportivo, you can find one. They they've got the lift motor, so like that's Toyota's legit version of VTEC. The Yamaha designed head. Yep. Um, they rev to about nine grand, and they just keep going and going and going, and you're getting that Toyota reliability. Uh, very very sought after because they are quite quite a really um, quite, a, quite a good pocket rocket, good chassis. Even people say, "Oh, you're on a Corolla to fridge." Yeah, and that one's not. <laughs> yeah. um, so if you ever get a that reliability, um, they did have some problems with them early on. You know where they're built? South Africa. They're South African, yes, yes. yes. And what was it that was wrong with those Corollas, David? What was the quality issue there? Uh, brakes, the yeah, they had the Euro brake packages. Yeah, so they, they, uh, they, they go, but they stop, huh? Yeah, no, no, they they very soft um, discs and pads, so they went through brakes like a like a European. Did they warp the discs so it was uh, really wobbly when you tried to stop, like a like pulsating? Yes, yes, thank <laughs> you, Mister uh, De, De Bunting. Um, 
the uh, heater cores. They did heater cores, didn't they? That's, that's where you're driving and it leaks all over your feet, but there's no rain. That's that's right. <laughs> I've had that before, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, just the um, – it was a bit of a shock for, for you know, wired on uh, Corolla owners that had had eight in a row and then they end up with a South African built one and they need to do the brakes, the 20,000 case service. Wow. That's that, uh, that did create problems. I know. That's, that's, exactly right. that's, a, that's a Mercedes or a Beamer style braking. What about, just on the Toyota theme, um, Celicas have always been pretty solid and tough but very undercooked in terms of the tuning of them and stuff. You could, you can probably get a – Cracking Celica behind the 10. Um, I'm thinking of those ones like oh, very late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, the very ugly ones. <laughs> oh, no, there was one that was sort of quite nice shape. Not the round headlight one. The, boat, the, real the, the, the banana one. Yeah. The banana one, yeah, maybe that one. Oh, oh no, no, not banana. The, before that. Before that. The round eyes. That's a round eye. And then also, before that was the SX the and the ST. Yeah, so before oh, that was the pop-ups, yeah. and then there was another pop-ups. The last of them, were they, did you, they're, the one, they're the ones you call the banana, are they? Banana one, yeah. Triangular sort of headlights. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't like banana, but the one before, yeah. the, sorry, one before banana, I think round eye. It must be round eye. Round eye, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the one that we got here is the GT4. Uh, so yes. you could get the turbo four-wheel drive. In How much are those now for a, a, a two-liter or something? A GT4, yeah, forget about it. A no, not a GT4, no, a normal version of a round. A normal one. Oh, yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. What, two grand, three grand? Yeah, yeah. Surely that, surely that with a few tweaks would be a, not a bad little track car. Well, when I was at um, Electronic Automotive that one time, uh, when I had the, that issue with the Forester, they had a Celica, one of those ones, but with a 3S GTE motor out of a, GT, out of a GT4 swapped into it. And it was just, yeah. it had, a full, it had a full cage. It was just a track car. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it cost him peanuts this car to build. Um, he's put a cage on it. And he thrashes and, and loves it every weekend. So, wow. I'm like, that, that's that that makes a lot of sense. But even the I, even I, the I, even the banana one that's got the same motor as the Corolla Sportivo. I was going to say, yeah, that's got the VVTi engine too, hasn't it? Yeah. So that's got that's got their lift motor, um, which is which is the two ZZ, which is actually the same motor that came in Lotus Elises and Exiges. Uh, which is yeah. a bit of a, a good for you guys. Uh, good motor, strong motor, but yeah, uh, you're buying a, a, a banana. <laughs> what about a Lexus IS 200 manual, the very early ones? I think that's a great choice. Because that, with some lowered suspension and sticky rubber, because they were a tough, tough little motor, great gearbox. Mm. Um, and not a not a lot of weight, you know, a bit smaller in the body than a you know typical Lexus. Mm -hmm. Definitely. How much are they um, now? They're, they're sort of five, six grand. If that, if that, yeah, um, and if you get one with a manual, uh, it doesn't matter what spec you get in because you're just gonna throw it on the track. I mean, look, they're not the most quickest thing in the world, but you they are quite robust. You're getting rear wheel drive, um, pretty yeah, good yeah. position. So manual gearbox. Uh, I mean, Scotty, they, they they had the Beams engine in the Altezza later on, or well, the Japanese ones did, and they, they, they are, they're a little bit more money. Yep, yep, yep. But, uh, yeah, I think for... Uh, uh, Beams engine probably looking between ten and 20000 Yeah, uh, which is just essentially, it's a 3SGE, uh, not GTE, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's still pretty good. 
even though the, even the Salikas from the 80s, I was thinking the um, the first of the front wheel drive ones, where you could get them as, as a, what's called a, a white lightning package, which is uh, had the three, naturally aspirated 3SGE, which is a, which is a two liter motor. They made over 100 kilowatts. They were a quick car with a, with a manual gearbox. Bit of fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think that's not bad. Uh, look look for one. Look for one of those. Um, but yeah, I was also thinking, what about an MX6 with a manual gearbox? Oh, four-wheel steer one or a... Or a... Four-wheel steer. Okay. Uh, I reckon you'd have a bit of fun with that. Uh, again, I know it's going to hang me up when I say this, but a probe, the probe equivalent if you can get something cheap. Because uh, yeah. I don't hate yeah. that, that car. It's the same car, Edward. Um, <laughs> just, uh, who calls a car a probe? It's, <laughs> no one, the word probe, no one likes to be probed. No one likes to probe anything. Well, maybe some. But... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's very off-putting the word probe. Uh, I, I, just, I just want to know what, the, what I wanted to really know what they were thinking when they when they named that car. But anyway, that's, that's up, up, up exclamation mark! It's like the up exclamation mark. Yeah. What the hell would you name it? Up exclamation. <laughs> yeah, but that's positive. Like oh, it's up, like it's uplifting. You know. Whereas yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, look how big the car is. It's gonna lift you. <laughs> you raise me up. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> now, I was thinking for when we did Nugget Nationals, there was you're right. There was lots of Civics. Uh, we we used the Paseo, which cost us about thirteen hundred bucks. Nice. Which was terrible on its first outing, but once we because the suspension was just roly poly, but once we put a set of springs and some sticky rubber, we we cut like eight or nine seconds off a lap, which was insane. Wow. Um, that's, so that's, that's a big difference. Oh, Oh man, it was massive. Like the the, the suspension and tires just it just understeed had no grip and you, know, you can brake later. And especially when we put the heavy duty pads in it, it made a, made a lot of difference. So I would say Paseo, but um, yeah, a friend of mine had a uh, had a old TX3 which they put a Capri turbo motor in and mm. gutted it, put a cage in it, and they, they had a field day with that. And I think that all in total with the with the engine swap cost them about two and a half grand, and they and they they, they love that thing so. All the Capris had that twin cam in them, didn't they? And then some were turboed. No, uh, some some Capris came single cam. Okay. And some like very rare to find a single cam one. Um, yep. They were all injected. That's the that's the other thing. They were all injected. Okay. okay. Uh, yep. It was single cam injected, and then it was twin cam, um, and then it was the yeah, twin cam turbo. So. Yep. But yeah, that's that's a cool option. Now I think a bit bit left left of field. Some, you can get like a cheap Renault Clio from the early 2000s. I mean, not a great car, but still an okay chassis. Fun to drive, though. They yeah, are car, drive. Yeah. definitely yep. fun and well-balanced and what have you. And the, the Clio Sport is probably too expensive, but um, but they were a cracking little drive. I like them. Yep. Uh, in a manual. Don't, please don't get an automatic. Oh, yeah. Manual. <laughs> they are horrendous. And here's what you've probably forgotten about. Um, Peugeot 206 GTI 180. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Similar to the Clio, but probably not as good. Uh, 180 horsepower, so more power than the Clio. You know, very short short wheelbase, and uh, you get big hug hugging seats. Not not a very good car, the 206. wasn't a great car at all. But for a track car, I reckon, that, I reckon yeah. you'd, you'd, have a, you'd have a great great time there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so they they were two that were on my list as well as. What about a Suzuki Swift? You know, my old favourite, but the first gen Swift from 05 onwards, like they're three grand, four grand, yep. um, easily, easily a, a a good handling little car. Yeah. Um, wheel at each corner and light and 
Yeah, they would they would make a good little runner. You can, you can get a sport for under under six grand, I think, these days. So you can if it's done a few Ks, yeah. I've seen a few for four and five grand for a sport. And that'd be that'd be a, a good car. But the the brother to that, the Ignis Sport. Uh, which has got Recaros, which has got uh, you know, oh, I think mentioned that car before, yeah. Yeah, I saw one, I saw a silver one the other day. I'm like, oh, that's an Ignis Sport. No one else would geek out like I would on one of those, but um, the seats are probably worth the purchase price of the car. Yeah, they're, they're cheap, they're, they're a thousand bucks you can pick them up for. Uh, what do you think, Scotty? R31? <laughs> you know, I was thinking that, but um. Uh, you'd have to do quite a lot of suspension work to get it up to any kind of decent handling. You know, it's still got live rear axle. Um, the suspension at the front's not that great. You'd probably want to go with the S13 front suspension swap that everyone does. Yeah. Bit of work, bit of money put into it. Scotty's not. Why everyone just uses it for drifting, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, live rear axle, they're good at, they're good at that, actually. Um, Sideways, right? So yeah, that I mean, I think. Would you say? And you know, I'm, I can't believe we're going to say this, but an AU. Uh, <laughs> if you can find an AU uh, with, okay, I'll, I'll preface this by saying I've seen it done. AU uh, XR6 VCT, so they came with independent rear suspension in a manual. Um, they, they reckon they've they got one of the best um, front ends that Ford ever did in terms of a Falcon. They were, they were lighter than like a later B-Series or something or something like that. Good chassis. Uh, really, uh, yeah, really actually a very underrated car, despite the looks of it. Quite reliable. Um, and, you know, they're pretty cheap these days. So I reckon that that'd be, that'd be a bit of left of field. Same that'd thing. Right to strip it out too. Yeah. Yeah. What about a, a 380 in a manual? Maybe a bit heavy. Maybe a bit heavy? Hmm. I mean, they are from. Go okay, but maybe a bit heavy. What about Adrian's car that he had? The NX. Uh, NX, NX, yeah, NX Coupe, yeah. Uh, I, I like the NX, and he's complaining that Mighty Car Mods have bought one now, so he's got <laughs> the, the Mighty Car Mods tax. <laughs> um, but I, I also think that uh, I think I think that is pretty good. Triple S Pulsars, if you can still get them. Well, yeah, I, I forgot about the Pulsars. They're hard to yeah. find. Triple S. Yeah, they are very hard to find a Triple S balls are. Good luck. Um, so if you, if you can find a couple of those. The, the I had the same engine, didn't it? The two liter and, and the you Correct. could actually get the yeah. um I think it was optional in the in the queues as well. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know the I know the TI definitely did with the two liter was, that, was, that, was, that was one of those and yeah, yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure the Q cat you could get the Q with the one point six or the two liter. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I remember driving a triple S would have been what year would it have been? Probably late nineties, like ninety-nine or so, triple S. And I was coming onto the on ramp on the Westgate and I just was like just burned it up in first, like burning rubber first, burning rubber second. Just sat there spinning. <laughs> it was great. And my colleague was in the car with me and she's like, Can we not do this anymore? And I was like, Oh, so it was fun. <laughs> The good thing about Triple S is where they were they were very rapid, like they were a quick car. They they yeah. still are a quick car. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that one of those one of those would be would be a, a definite good good buy. I'm gonna look at Pulsar Triple S now. I've forgotten how cool they were. <laughs> good 
car. And believe it or not, people forget that they won Mules Car of the Year equal to what car? Honda NSX. Honda NSX. This is very true. We have to the quiz. We're up to the quiz. Uh, yeah, so you showed us a Triple S Pulsar story. Uh, yeah. It wasn't the N15. It was the N14. Early one. Yep. Um, color was pretty good. I don't know what kind of... I don't know really know what kind of color you'd call it. A, a charcoal greeny aqua. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And um, it had the, it comes with the original receipt price too. 31000 and something. Yeah. They weren't, a, they weren't a cheap car, were they, Triple S? Like, they were quite a lot expensive. of money for the early 90s. When yeah. do you think that a, uh, the Pulsar for years did 19990 drive away? You know, mm. that was the, I forget if it was an LX or whatever it was. And I think occasionally they do a Pulsar Plus with a rear spoiler, alloys, and a CD player. Somewhere yeah. around 1990, you know, and that was kind of a really good deal because you got those extras. But the difference between that and the Triple S at 31 is quite a quite a jump. Yeah, it's a big, big price hike. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that's huge. But yeah, I mean, when you're paying that much money for almost a, I mean, what big sedan could you get from this at the time? That like a Maxima. How much Maximas were, were quite pricey though, from memory. Uh, Maximas would have started in the higher 30s for the base model, I would have thought. Yeah, and stretch yeah. up into the. Ford, high 40s or nudging 50 for the top one with TV and leather. Mm. Early 90s, I think, was Infinity Q45 time. Oh, what an <laughs> orphan they are. They are an <laughs> orphan barge. Yeah, they, yeah. Came, they failed, they went, they came yeah. back, they failed, they went. You do not want to buy one of those for a resale value. At least they persisted longer second time around than Opal. Opal oh. lasted. Some of the dealerships weren't even uh, hadn't. They were being remodeled, and they hadn't finished the remodeling, and, and that folded. Sorry, gone. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that they had the, the the German exchange program where they <laughs> yeah. uh, give us your car. You can have a you have a borrow one of these cars. They were, they were getting desperate because they just. I think I think they had no idea what they were doing. Um, mm. They're all Skodas now, apparently. So <laughs> you can Skoda dealerships. Sounds right. So, uh, any other last cars before we move on to the car quiz, gentlemen? The quiz. Quizzy. All quiet. Crickets. Quiet. Crickets Crickets from the gallery. Here's one. Uh, Before we go, Mazda 6 MPS under 10 grand, all-wheel drive, turbo. Great car. Yeah. Yeah. Or a 3 MPS as well. Yeah, definitely. Yep. How cheap are 3 MPS is now? I've seen them around 6 to 7 grand. Um, wow, that's good. My cousin sold his one. I mean, yeah, had a lot of K's, but he sold it for seven grand. So, and it was mint. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. he bought he bought the newer version. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. Car quiz time. So, Edward, you are the the quiz master. All right. I've been delegated a job, and I've executed that job. So now everything for MX Five. <laughs> it's not. I don't think there's any MX Five questions in there for you, Tyronius monk. Good, there shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, all right, 10 questions, bit of a mixed bag tonight, you know, some what car am I, some just normal, you know, normal questions, but we will kick off. So question one, you know the buzzing thing, everyone knows. How it <laughs> question one, what is the common thread for all the names of the BMW M colours? David. Oh, I think that was Maddie. 
Uh, they're based on racetracks. Correct. Okay. One and the reason I know that is because of the Laguna Seca Blue. Yeah. There's Estoril Blue. There's um, oh Dakar Yellow. Dakar Yellow. Mona Violet, and you know, there's a whole yeah, all of them. They're named after racetracks. Uh, question two. Launched in Australia in 2010, I was on sale until 2015. Not known for my flowing curves, I was a little unique in the styling department. I'm powered by a 2.4-litre four-cylinder that's utterly dependable and mated to a four-speed auto. My name can mean noisy. I am the... David. David. Saying how it's not attractive, is it the Sanyong Stavic? No. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it wasn't attractive. I just said not known for my flowing curves. I was a little okay. in the styling department. Fair enough. <laughs> Any Two other takers? Matthew. Yes, Matthew. Ruckus? Correct. The <laughs> cool cars. Cool cars. Two to Matthew so far. Number three, question three. On many, if not all, Hondas, what's unique about the placement of the H-wheel centre cap? David. David. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be in trouble if I didn't get, if I didn't get this one. <laughs> the bottom of the H is meant to be in line with the tyre valve. Correct. Now, you'll notice, I, you'll notice I said on many, if not all. Is it actually on every single Honda? Uh... Or are there some that That's a good question. Let me just look at these brochures. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they leave the factory. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like that. That's one of their. That's their thing. The little you know. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, two to Matt, one to David. Question four: County, Parenti, and Tomb Raider are all versions of which car? Oh, jeez. What do you think? We're born in like 1950s or something. <laughs> oh, David, all right. David, David. David. Um, Jeep. No. No. Uh, Matthew. Yes, Matthew. So could you, could you repeat? You said Raider, yeah? <laughs> County, yep. Parenti, and Tomb Raider. Oh, Tomb Raider. I thought you said Raider. Like, as in no, not Raider. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, Toyota? No. no. Tyrone or Scotty? Ford. No. no. <laughs> uh, oh, it's got a little... Scott. Uh, <laughs> this is all the ones I was going to say already been said. I was thinking like Jeep. Well, I mean, we're on the right track with Jeep, but it's the Land Rover Defender. They oh, did a, yeah. a county version in the 80s. They The Army had Parenti versions. And oh, okay. Lara Croft Tomb Raider edition was a special grey one with checker plates. <laughs> oh, limited editions. I love it. They actually did a Lara. Oh, God. They, 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 did they? Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so we've got two to Matt, one to David, and question four. No one got that. Hmm. Uh, question five. Launched in 1996, I was the first of an ongoing model line from my manufacturer. Strictly a two-seater, I instantly gained respect as a competent looker and performer, with many versions sold being supercharged. Matthew. Yes, Matthew? Uh, SLK. 
correct. Ooh. I featured a unique at the time folding solid hardtop that disappeared into the boot. In German, my name stands for Sportlich Lichtkurt, which means <laughs> sporty, light, and compact. Compact. Um, excellent. Well done, Matthew. Question six. Ram trucks seem to be gaining popularity in Australia. Which mm -hmm. parent company owns Ram trucks? Matthew. Yes, Matthew. Dodge. Mm, Chrysler, Chrysler. Yeah, Dodge Chrysler. Fiat, it's Fiat Chrysler officially, yeah. 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 Fiat Chrysler. Fiat Chrysler. Question seven. Where would I find the plenum chamber on most cars? David. David. Uh, well, base of the windscreen? Correct. The base of the windscreen. Uh, and for those listening at home, the plenum chamber is a chamber located in front of the windshield where air pressure <laughs> is above atmospheric. It provides a volume of air which is drawn into the car from the chamber through the heater slash air conditioner vents. Uh, question eight. What type of feathers are used to brush the Jaguars before they are painted to make sure they don't crack uh, the Whoa. Who was that? Is that you, Matt? Oh, I think Scott got in there first. Scotty. Isn't it ostrich feathers? No. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew? Yes, Matthew. Is it emu? Correct. Emu feathers. Oh, close enough. <laughs> I mean, it's a big bird. You, you're, you're on the right track. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Yes. Why? Why? Oh, because they're statically um, charged to a oh, small yeah. degree, so it it takes the dust off the the freshly the bodies of the cars just before they paint it to get a better finish. Of course, yeah, it does. yeah. yeah. So, thank you, David. For, uh, oh, it's air. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrone. Okay, why don't I just use air? Because it's much more. Imagine just using air versus plucking a giant emu. <laughs> I mean, they'll spend money doing that, but then they won't get their electronics right in, in, in their other cars that they make. That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. It's like you go to the Jag, you go to the Jag factory and you look out the back and there's just an emu farm. And the drumsticks in the canteen at lunchtime are this big. Hasty <laughs> drumsticks. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Um, Question nine. What car did Thelma and Louise drive in the 1991 film? Oh, David. David. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was the Thunderbird. It was a 66 Ford Thunderbird. Thank you very there much. There you go. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. Question 10. The Fiat Topolino is a small car produced between 1936 and 1955. What does Topolino mean? Matthew. Matthew. Uh, is that the convertible one? Uh, I think they did. They came in a version that had a, um, you know, a sliding sort of Wabasto-y type roof, but but they weren't all. Um, okay, and I was going to say, well, Topolino. I don't. I don't speak Italian, but like top come, comes off topper and Lino, <laughs> top leans. <laughs> the top is leaning. No, that's not correct. Um, I'll have a guess, David. David, is it Little Hat? No. No. Okay. Okay. Half right. Oh, Little Mouse, Little Mouse. Little Mouse. Little Mouse. I'll give you half a point for that because oh. you got the little. Yeah, I just Googled it then. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the 10 that's, questions. So that's Baby Mouse. <laughs> let's just 
can 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 someone can you just count David how many you got right? So uh, and so Maddie, you got you got question one, the BMW M colours. Edward, hang on a second, hang on a second, Edward. What? You're supposed to be taking count of this, mate. I'm, no, I'm, I, have, I don't have a pen on me. I don't have a pen. <laughs> count on oh. your count on your hand. He's got pictures oh. of Renault fours and dead budgery guards, but he well, I'm a... pretty sure I'm on seven, Ed. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're not. <laughs> okay, one was Matthew. Uh, two was Matthew, uh, three was David, four was no one, five was the SLK, that was Matthew, Ram Trucks was Matthew, uh, Plenum Chamber was David, um, hang on, so that's four to Matt, two to Dave, four to Matt, two to Dave. Question eight, the feathers, that was Matthew, that's five to Matthew, Number the weave was David. Three to David and Topolino is half. Yeah, I think it's Maddie. Maddie takes it. There you go. That's very good, Matthew. Very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tyrone, that's not cars that I own. I don't think I own any of those. You probably sent him the the answers. (laughs) (laughs) Why would I send him the answers, Schmuck? Because (laughs) Because I didn't and and I don't own any of the cars that were mentioned in this quiz so you can you know just like back down i mean how would you guess friggin emu feathers damn it well you know i was actually gonna say ostrich scott and you beat me to it so i was like okay well if whatever he says i'll go the opposite so he said ostrich i'm like oh well it has to be emu then (laughs) i was gonna say chicken david was gonna say uh i knew i shouldn't have gone in first well uh uh, uh, Tyrone said, it said peacock. He thought it was peacock feathers. So they're too long. You'd be too far away from yeah. them. <laughs> Socially distancing, taking the dust. Yeah. Oh, no, that's exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> it'd be it'd be it'd be good to use as a tool, just to, just like one peacock feather away. Uh, <laughs> so that is the quiz, and uh, that that sort of rounds it out, doesn't it, Maddie? It does. Good discussion tonight, gentlemen. Good good choices of cars. Good night. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on shut in. Why do you have a galah? I'm holding up a picture of a galah eating an ice vovo. How yeah, that's yeah. pretty Australian, isn't it? You can't get that's, any more Aussie than that. That's very, that's very Aussie right there. The more disturbing thing is, why do you have that? Tyrone, I've got a lot of things just because I like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, like and share our Facebook page is Car Talk T O R Q E. Manny J, if you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on Shell Engine, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Check out our merch. We've got our merch on uh, on our Teespring store or linked on our Facebook page. I'm wearing the T-shirt now. Uh, you can you can be a supporter of the show by buying some of the stuff that we've got online. We've got, we've got some more designs coming up, especially now that I'll be on holidays very very soon. Picking up an AW11 this weekend. I'm excited, and I'll have to show Woo-hoo! you guys, show you guys once I've picked it up, and it'll be a bit of fun. Thank <laughs> you guys, and I will see you next time. Take it easy. Awesome. Thank you. See ya. See you, later. See you guys. <laughs>